Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be talking about maybe the need for anti-cheat in the raid race that is coming up in Beyond Light. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you to the YouTube channel. You can hit the subscribe and the bell button. That helps me out. That's free. If you want to become a paying member, you can click join. Maybe you want to join these conversations, Q&A or VIP call-ins. Thank you so much to everybody who's been doing that and clicking subscribe, helping out the channel. If you prefer Patreon, you can go to sntrpresents.com. So people are like, what on earth? Anti-cheat and raid race. There's been some developments. There's been some conversation about this, and I thought it was time to do a video to pull it all together. There was an interview done. There's been some tweets from another streamer, you know, a friend of mine who's getting leaks about uh, stuff coming in the game, and there was some commentary about anti-cheat from that source at Bungie. So I'm going to walk through. One of the things I want to talk about at the beginning here is the history of of the raid race, you know the, the, the history of the raid race, what it, where you know what it means, how it's kind of grown. Uh, then I want to talk about the cheater interview that took place, another interview with a cheater that was essentially you know talking about this particular subject. And then I want to end by saying what can be done, what could possibly be done to mitigate this and stop this. You know, as we're all anticipating another you know another raid race on the way uh, on the way you know to Beyond Light's launch. So the history of the raid race. It has slowly become a larger spectacle over the years. They obviously celebrated the first team that beat Vault of Glass. It was, you know, 13 or 16 hours or something crazy. And it kind of became an event to watch with King's Fall. It was, was probably the more significant time where it was very clear it was an event you could go watch. You know, the team that won was kind of like one of the one of the front runner teams, I guess you could call it, or whatever you want to say. And then Bungie since then has really used raid races as a marketing tool. When they promote the raid with a trailer, they actually don't say launching on this day, you know, dive in to try to win worlds first. They're like, come watch the raid. They have a link to where you can watch people do the raid, you know, the day one raid race. They're using the day one raid race now as a marketing tool as and less about a content delivery announcement like hey you can get this raid you can go play this raid it's more about the spectacle it's more about the showmanship now this is obviously tied to some criticism about timing of the raid required leveling that needs to happen it's basically built for streamers because they would probably prefer streamer teams to win because that's that's part of the spectacle if a random no-name team wins and they're not even streaming that's harder to celebrate people want to see those front runner teams win so obviously the the required amount of time commitment that week one to level and prepare is not really uh is not really set up in a way that the rest of the community can partake so the the criticism about that i I think is valid. It's like, come on, if this is really meant for the entire community, you would make it so the entire community could participate, you know, make it a week and a half later, not four days later or one day later or whatever they've done over the years. Uh, because this is so important as a as something that they honor and crown and give you a, a belt or whatever, they even came up with co- something called Contest Modifier. Uh, contest Modifier being uh, sort of an equalizer because people were starting to level up and get beyond certain level thresholds. It started with Wrath of the Machine, really came to a head, I think, in Scourge of the Past. The world's first team had a huge level advantage, uh, not to take away from their skill. Even that team was like, we need a world cap, we need a, an equalizer. So Contest Modifier modifier came up as a way to make it a fair race nobody can be over leveled for an encounter we all see swords uh you might see skulls if your leveling doesn't go as well as somebody else now 
I'm going to continue to say if you want the world's first race to be pure, you got to get rid of RNG leveling. It's stupid. Nobody should be going in and having an advantage because they just got the right drops at the right time. I think that's dumb. If you put in 10 hours a day and I put in 10 hours a day, we should have very, very similar, if not identical results of progress. Um, That's always been a criticism of mine. Now, some of the audience that's going to gather for this raid race may be gathering for other reasons, and it pertains to this interview that I want to talk about. Uh, Righty has been interviewing cheaters for a while now. I know people have a problem with that. They're like, why are you giving cheaters a platform? Why are you promoting cheating? I don't really think cheating's a secret in Destiny anymore. I don't fault anybody for making you know videos like this. Obviously, you're going to get clicks and subscriptions because people want to hear what the cheater has to say. I still, I don't think it's a it's a it's a pure motivation of oh this is a righteous thing that i'm doing this is good for the game and community i certainly think that's part of the motivation but part of the motivation is this is relevant this is going to get clicks people are going to want to watch this and i think that's going to drive people to come and watch the day one raid race this interview with the cheater essentially said that we have a team and we're setting our sights on worlds first they are going to try to cheat their way to worlds first and i don't think they're going to be alone there's going to be plenty of people that are going to attempt this uh, to cheat and 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 blast their way through content. Now, I know somebody might think, how on earth are you going to really be able to cheat in a raid? You might underestimate the influence of broken damage weapon things like the, the full-auto wither horde or the full-auto snipers and full-auto rockets or whatever. It, you can't, or, you know, endless heavy ammo, you know, that kind of rapid-fire damage is, you can't underestimate how strong that actually is. Uh, you're, you're your first day in the raid, you're unfamiliar, you don't know where the ads are coming from, and if you're able to completely mitigate that pain point imagine your primary is your xenophage and you just have you have unlimited heavy ammo for your xenophage or you're able to res yourself you know as long as you don't do it too much maybe you you'll know, fly under the radar that's going to be a potential huge influencer over who gets to the end because as soon as the mechanics are figured out if you're able to not die if you're able to constantly have healing rifts or constantly have heavy to mitigate any pain point damage at all you're going to melt the boss you're going to be able to stay alive it's going to completely upturn the sense of challenge this is obviously concerning for Bungie this would be very bad PR to call everybody and hey watch this raid race and then have it be a disaster Uh, it's also bad for the players there are players that are going to put in a ton of time a ton of commitment and they're going to do everything they can um to 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 get in there day one so it's bad for everybody if this actually takes place so let's conclude the video by saying what can be done and i'm going to read some tweets here uh from from wish you luck who has been getting leaked information from an inside source at bungie and i think his commentary is important i'll get to that in a moment first and foremost some type of vetting process will probably be needed before crowning a victor right now whenever they say we think we have a winner please hold for confirmation they do all their checks in the background to double check they get the right winner there was a raid i forget which one where one team everybody got the exotic and they assumed they had been crowned world's first because they said you know the the first team to beat it everybody gets the exotic well they missed it by like two minutes more than likely the servers hadn't resolved the winning team yet and they were given the exotic in error it was a mistake and they assumed they were world's first it had to be confirmed in the background who the team was that actually uh, crossed the finish line, you know, first, okay? So they already do that. I would think you'd also need some form of vetting process. Can you check their damage output? Can you check how often they rezzed? How much heavy ammo they got? Is there a way for Bungie to do that? And that fundamentally gets at an issue that has been highlighted by a lot of the cheating videos. 
they right now they can't do a server side check you're able to just spawn ammo you're able to just do things locally that they can't check there, there, there is no server side check for that and that's a problem if they can't server side check it while you're doing it will they be able to do it in the aftermath we would obviously hope that would be the case they'd be able to you know go in and see that something nefarious had happened now let's let's just read some of these tweets that whether or not you believe these are true or not I, I don't think these read as dishonest tweets from wish you luck I think a lot of his, his leaks have reigned true uh, and have become true so he seems to have an actual source he said uh, I know what the improvement for D2's anti-cheat will be in Beyond Light for the sake of stopping cheaters I won't say what exactly is improving however myself and my source both have agreed that the only definitive way to stay away from cheaters is to play console let's just say no one will be happy if they want a fair playing field play console he's putting this in quotes by the way no one will be happy and quote if you want fair play f- playing field play console destiny at its heart is a pve game and we just can't focus on stopping the amount of cheaters that exist on pc now if if that is a if if that is a true quote that's a genuine quote then that's a little concerning with respect to the day one raid race if they're essentially saying we really don't have the ability to stop all these cheaters on pc we're going to obviously do what we can to mitigate it that's very very concerning for the day one raid race so back to my original statements they're going to need some sense of a vetting process if you can't stop them and they're going to be in there and they're going to be doing things they shouldn't do you need to be able to know in the aftermath if they did in fact cheat now some comeback and some pushback to that folks have said couldn't a team conceivably use cheats use damage use broken stuff fly ahead and then feed information to other teams through a discord and be like hey this is what this next encounter is like we're going to give you that edge we're going to give you that heads up right now it's a fair game the hive mind of the streaming world everybody gets information that they're not privy to okay when we solved the vault day one we were only able to solve the vault day one because we had information that we had gotten from other streamers it's fair everybody gets that inside track everybody gets to know oh so and so got to this encounter here's what happens it's totally fair right and obviously teams that don't stream have a slight advantage because they can watch the streams and maybe get ahead maybe figure something out before the streamers do and nobody knows it's been figured out because it's done off stream this could certainly play a role in who gets worlds first so it's not looking good for the day one raid race I myself have a small amount of confidence in Bungie's ability to actually mitigate uh, cheating with anti-cheat. I think their conversation and their dialogue about anti-cheat has been probably their worst. They're actually, I think they've done a great job with transparency and information and delivery of information. I actually think they've done a great job of that uh, as the as as the as the, the franchise that tried to turn a corner. But I think their 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 dialogue about anti-cheat has been abysmal. It has not been at the at the level that we would expect from them. And and so I don't have a whole lot of confidence. And these leaks from Wish, if they're actually true, that that, that doesn't bode well for the day one raid race. So hopefully uh, they're able to have a pure and a fair race. If not, we'll have to just watch from the sidelines and see the chaos. I mean, I always jump in day one. I don't really go for Worlds first. I just go in because it's fun to do it day one. So uh, we're going to transition to Q&A and VIP call-ins. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always watch live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about anti-cheat in the raid race. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, maybe you're on Google Play 
which I guess is turning into YouTube music. You can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. Uh, if you're on the YouTube channel, click and subscribe and the bell button's free. If you want to become a paying member for Q&A sessions or Discord access, you can click the join button. Or if you'd rather use Patreon, you can go to sntrpresents.com. We've been doing a lot of fun things with the community, watch parties, my new sh- you know, my new channel, Repeat Theater, uh, as well as these Q&A and call-in sessions. So, Gritter, uh, with the first question, says, Would it be unreasonable for Bungie to make streaming your play session a requirement to become a participant in the raid race? This would help the community police the raid race. Now, if you don't stream, you can't receive the belt. I mean, uh, I don't... You know what? I don't imagine that they would be 100% opposed to this. I don't. They might think this is a good idea. Um, as we've already stated, the raid race, the day one raid race, seems, you know, in a, in a not super particular way, in a more generic way, it seems sort of crafted for streamers. Uh, the last three raids we've had, they promote watching the raid. They don't promote playing the raid. And so I could see them saying, listen, this is meant to be a celebration of the raid being completed and in order to keep things on the up and up we're going to require teams to stream now that doesn't that does as as gritter is saying in chat it's not 100% foolproof but you'd be you'd be pretty bold to go in and try and take a world's first belt and and be and be streaming it cuz they'd go back and they could vet everything that happened in the fight so if somebody reses themselves dq'd you know, if somebody's rapid firing or spawning ammo, DQ'd, you know. Some of this might not be necessary though. Okay. The because a no name a no name team could beat encounters one, two, three, and four and have almost no viewership, nobody keeping an eye on them, and all of a sudden they're at the final fight, way ahead of everybody else, and nobody knows how they beat the first encounters. You you'd almost have to go back and rewatch the tapes, which at that point, I would think internally maybe Bungie could replicate this in spirit you could say listen we're going to have to take a a period of time to vet the winning team we're going to have to run a report we're going to have to see if there was anything nefarious was there any ammo generated was there any uh were there any did anybody you know res themselves or use their super more fat you know faster than is you know than is allowable um I, I, you would, you would hope they could run that kind of report. Now, running that kind of a report, I don't know, you know, how long that would take. Right now, when they're like, we believe we may have a winner, you know, please hold for confirmation. And usually within ten minutes, they've got it announced. They, they go in, they look, and they see who, you know, who got it, and they double check timestamps. You know, they, they want to make sure they announce the right winner. So without a vetting process, I, I don't know. You know, asking teams to stream it, mm, I, it might be that might be a tall order. That might not be a narrative that they want to that they want to uh, feed into. I know that there was very much a narrative of like us versus them, and Bungie doesn't like that narrative. Uh, ironically enough, they lean into it all the time. Their CMs very regularly lean into an us versus them attitude on their Twitters. Um, which I, I, I it, this is a this is a two way street, right? If you don't like the us versus them feel, then you know maybe put a leash on some of your CMs. But the the idea, CM is a community manager. The idea that like oh they'd be you know favoring streamers, you know showing showing favoritism to streamers or only allowing streamers, you know to 
to to be to take part that might really add to that narrative and they might not want to do that they might want to be like no anybody can compete anybody can go in and play it's on us to vet the winner you know it's on us to to go through and check that everything was on the up and up and to a certain degree i think that would be my response if they came out and said you have to stream it i'd be like that's such a freaking punt that's like we don't have the ability to actually you know check we don't actually have the ability to enforce anti-cheat because our anti-cheat's a joke like we don't have the ability to vet the, the, the completion so you have to stream it i'd be like that's such a freaking punt that's you're basically kicking a, a huge portion of the community off the battlefield because you can't figure out anti-cheat you know um they could just announce the winner in the following twab yeah, they could say, hey, everybody throw your hats in, try and get it done. That's way less celebratory than how they typically do it, though. Um, if only there was a way to have your own servers that people logged in to play the game. Well, I mean, Kelia, I, I know you're being tongue-in-cheek, but also you're being half-serious. They've said before why they can't do dedicated servers. I mean, I, it's it's a little it's tiresome to constantly have to talk about that they can't do dedicated servers the game wasn't built for dedicated servers the game's infrastructure was built you know seven seven or eight years ago the infrastructure and engine was built to not be you know it was built to be peer-to-peer so yeah dedicated servers would be the solution you know a perfect system of anti-cheat that catches a cheater the minute they turn on the cheat would be a perfect system but that doesn't exist either so Cheaters who brute force encounters can't relay info to other teams because they won't know the mechanics anyway. Um. Well, I. The thing. The thing is, though, right? The thing is, is that if you're going to, if you're going to cheat in in this raid race, you're probably going to be a competent team that can satisfy mechanics. So think of the dungeon day one. Okay. It wouldn't have been that hard to figure out the mechanics because they wouldn't be dying. They'd be melting everything. If, if, if everybody's running through with a, with a xenophage as their primary, and you're melting everything. And then you get to the second encounter and you know the mechanic and you satisfy the mechanic. Your survivability is insanely high because you're killing things way faster than you should be able to. And then you destroy the boss. Do you see? Even a, even a remotely competent team is going to be able to satisfy mechanics. Learn even like you can learn the mechanics from watching a streamer and then utterly decimate the boss. How many times does a team figure out the mechanics and they can't quite figure out DPS? But if everybody's able to go like wham 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 like full auto xenophages or full auto wither hordes or whatever, and they're able to kill the boss in a matter of seconds. You know, that's what you would hope Bungie could check on the back end. It's it. I don't think you're gonna see a bunch of like, you know, dum dums going in there day one. Like we're just gonna cheat our way through it. Like they're still gonna have to satisfy mechanics. If you don't satisfy mechanics, a lot of the you know a lot of the encounters wipe you. Um, remotely competent. That's a good way to describe Lono when he's playing while actually focusing on chat. Yeah, and even even while I'm doing that, I'm still better player than you, Light Leap. So, I mean, if you're going to jump in day one and you want the raid race to be pure and you want the, you know, you want it to be good, Bungie's going to have to make assurances. And I don't know if those assurances are... I don't know if those assurances are... are... Oh, yeah, you have to stream it, you know? I don't know. 
I, I, the, the favoritism to streamers dialogue is already a thing that gives streamers the inside track on stuff that's coming. Uh, they go into streamers chats and hang out. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you want to lean into that any more than they already do. It already feels a bit, it already feels less like community management, more like clout chase some days. It's like, it's more about, it's more about who can you slobber on on Twitter to help your, to help your marketing. Like community managers are not supposed to be incognito marketers. And it feels like more and more, that's what they are. They're, they're, they're a marketing agent in disguise. It's like, you're not really relaying information now sure when they get on reddit and the forums yes but their presence on twitter and twitch seems far less about accepting you know community feedback and it's more about attaching to you know clout and coattails to help market the game and i don't know if they want to lean into that any more than they already do they might not even be self-aware enough to know what it looks like even for the even for the two years where i would get interaction here and there from them I always found it obnoxious I just I don't know I thought the the way that they interacted with the community on Twitter was was off-putting if you're not a streamer you're just kind of like I don't you don't exist um and I don't know if they want to lean into that with the day one raid race they already lean into it enough you know even more leaning into it be like you have to stream the day one raid race might be might be a little over the top for the you know for the community vendetta Cheating in D2 has been in the spotlight. Worlds First could have a team in communication with them using cheats, brute forcing the raid, and would never and we would never know. If an unknown team wins, would it be questioned? Is the legitimacy forever questioned till Bungie fixes the cheating? I'm gonna take this in pieces. So I lightly address this in the video, but I didn't really have a chance to elaborate on it. There is a fear that a streaming team could have a, uh, some buddies brute forcing their way through to relay mechanical information to them. So then they would get to an encounter and already know what to do. Now, if you were to do that, it'd be really obvious. If you're sitting there with a couple thousand viewers, some of these guys get into the tens and twenties and even higher. If you got that many people watching you and your team and somebody's like, oh yeah, so-and-so told me about this encounter, dude, that would immediately get called into question. What do you mean? How do you already have a buddy that knows this encounter? Who's your buddy? How do you get so far so fast? You know, it would immediately it would immediately be called in the question. Because generally the streaming world is a hive mind. If team A gets to the third encounter and figures out the mechanic, then everybody knows the mechanic for the third encounter. You can't like lock that down. Now sometimes when teams are the first to an encounter, they mute and hide their screen, which people get upset about that, but it's like they want to kind of keep their advantage, right? It's a freaking race. Um yeah you could easily what instinct is saying you could pretend you just figured it out you know oh yeah i wonder what happens if i step on this plate and shoot the cla- and shoot that glass over there oh my gosh it actually worked um there certainly could be info feeding that is then disguised as a genuine discovery sure um i would worry i would worry that the pressure of the day one raid race would would keep a lot of people from wanting to try to spin those plates it's already difficult to stream in front of that large audience and try and figure it out and try and keep your cool and then you add into that the pressure of like we're going to get info relayed to us we can't let people know we had the info relayed to us so where are you going to put it hoping that nobody nobody busts the lid open on it because then that would be a huge controversy um 
Now, to the second part of the question related to what I'm kind of driving at, if an unknown team wins, would it be questioned? So you could have two teams offline, one team cheating, the other team not, and the cheating team is relaying information to the non-cheating team. Well, nobody is seeing that team. We don't they don't know. They're not streaming. So they're just sitting there like, oh, we do what at that encounter? Cool. Boom. And they go through and they beat it legit. Bam, 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 bam. No cheats, no summoned, no summoned heavy, nothing. And they're just getting kind of fed information from the team that is does brute force cheating their, their way ahead. And then you're saying, would this forever be questioned? You know, would it be questioned? It probably would be. You know, it probably would be. If if well-known good teams are struggling and some unknown team skates through no problem, it would 100% be questioned. Like, wait a minute, how'd you do that? Some of the, a lot of these teams aren't even at the fourth encounter yet and you just beat it? How? It would be fishy. Generally, the community moves from encounter to encounter as, like a, as almost like a migrating herd. It's like somebody breaks out ahead and then they get stuck and a lot of other teams then catch up. And then somebody breaks out ahead, and then they get stuck because it's a new encounter. They're trying to figure it out. And then a lot of the other teams catch back up because they know what to do now. So it's always like a whoop. Somebody busts out ahead. Everybody catches up. It's like if, if suddenly some team just shot out ahead and was and was done, you know, you'd have to wonder, how did you, how did you manage to, you know, completely leave all these other teams in your dust? So... This is something where Bungie's going to have to think about how they handle this. They either give us assurances that there is literally no way a team will beat under nefarious, you know, by nefarious means and not get caught. We have systems in place to vet any team that completes it. Then the only question would be the the feeding of the info. Oh, this team brute forced it, flew ahead. They don't. They're not trying to claim worlds first. They just fed the info. They just fed the info to their buds. Obviously, that would be, I think, harder to detect. How do you detect that? How do you find out that, you know, Greg or Carl over here, sorry, Greg, is just a name that was in my head. How do you find out that he sent information to team this team over here? Yeah, there's no way for you to know that. They're not going to have to like, do some sort of crack squad investigation. I mean, to be fair, they suck at investigation and data, data and truth gathering. <laughs> anyway, you know, I, I would say they're going to have to give us assurances. If not, I believe it will be questioned. If it's Unless it's a well-known team streaming and you're like, oh, wow, we saw them do it. It was all in the up and up. If it's not that, then yeah, it's probably going to be questioned. Uh, Barrett says, I think people are missing the point. I haven't seen a single MMO have a raid race be a requirement to be streaming to be in contention. It just goes to show how terrible Destiny's anti-cheat and strong testing of the raid before release so we don't release it broken. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. If you're if you're going to try to design a raid around cheaters, I that's not what I want. I don't want a raid with like cheat checks. So like we, we there's no way you can cheat your way through some of these encounters. That's going to really really squelch and really, really hurt creativity. Secondly, you know, anti-cheat and strong testing before the raid releases. I mean, I hear where you're coming from, but like, look how far we've come and there hasn't been anything done with anti-cheat. What sort of magic trick do you think they're going to pull in November? I mean, even Wish You Luck said, even Wish even wish You Luck said that whatever they have planned, it's, it's going to help, 
but it's still if you want a cheat free experience play on console the guy from Bungie said that also if this quote is to be, to be believed if this is an accurate quote I don't feel like Wish is lying here he said in this is in quotation so this is not Wish talking if they want a fair playing field play console Destiny at Heart is a PvE game and we just can't focus on stopping the amount of cheaters that exist on PC I mean if 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 there's an employee that basically has just looked face first at the cheating problem is like, I, we just can't focus on this. Can't be, you know, can't, we can't do it. And now I, I never said this, but I always hinted at the fact that I didn't think they were ever going to get ahead of it. I said the new console launches were a threat to the PC PVP community because people are just going to abandon ship and be like, they're, they're not doing anything with anti-cheat. Um, they want, you know, they want to, they want to, to, to do a better job and they're working with steam and that's all fine and, and well and good. But I think an epidemic is just, you, you, I don't know if you can actually pin this down. It's, it's too widespread. Why would an employee tell wish? I don't know, but every single thing he's put out there has rung true. It could just be somebody claiming to be an employee and you know they got leaked a lot of the leaked information was literally contained in the trailers i happen to think a lot of the leaks are coming from the trailers because they have the trailers created by a third-party company you know steve puts his little usb stick in downloads video goes home gives it to his buddy or he just writes down or memorizes in his little noggin what's in the trailer and then goes and tells his friend on voice chat like hey dude you're not gonna believe this they're doing ice classes um so the uh, you're not you're not stating anything we didn't we didn't already foresee being a problem. When their response to the anti-cheat situation was to double down and claim that they do have anti-cheat, to me it was like you guys don't get it. You're you're playing you're playing a game here. You're playing a a, a, a terminology game. Because and what's crazy is. They said in a blog post that the reason they don't use a certain term is that uh, I forget what 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 post was that where they said you know we don't use this term because gamers tend to think of it as this. I forget what we were reading where they said that. And I was like, well, that's ex- extremely interesting because the term anti-cheat is used in the gaming world to refer to something that's installed on my computer that won't that that keep that makes it hard for me to cheat. You know, and it's like I. So ever since then, the way they handled the anti-cheat dialogue was, I thought, was abysmal. I didn't have a lot of confidence. I was like, I don't, I don't know, dude. I, I think P- PVP community is just going to get completely cannibalized, and I think we're seeing that effect. And then obviously, the day one raid race is really the only time it matters in PVE because there's like an actual physical belt on the line. A, you know, a true a trophy. You know, I, I have no idea if. Uh, if that would if that would lead to you know they're going to need to make significant changes to PVE maybe or something I honestly don't know um, the employee he's talking to would have known if it wasn't another engine his first leaks were true but then he started milking it um, I, yeah, that's the thing I don't know how much of the information is genuine or speculative because he even said oh that's the sniper it doesn't have good PVP perks well okay well what perks are they 
if they're not good PvP perks, what perks are they? Like, why do you not have that information? Some of his some of his information is generic. Some of it's specific, and that's why I think a lot of it just came from the trailers themselves. Um, Gilly into Mist says, um, I don't know if you've seen Righty's video where he talks to the PVE cheater. Um, am I getting? I'm not hearing any music all of a sudden in my headphones. Um, are my, what is going on? It's coming through to you guys, but I can't hear the music. Um, I don't know if you've seen Righty's uh, video where he talks to it with the PVE cheater, uh, but the cheater has already uh, said he's got a team of cheaters ready for Worlds First. Is it possible... Uh, that the, pol- the, the to police worlds first without it being exclusive to popular streamers. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I genuinely don't know. Because um, if because we, we've kind of already gotten this question, Gilly. You know, making it exclusive to streamers. Um, it's it just it runs the risk. I think of I think it runs the risk of being too uh, too much in bed with with the streaming culture. They already have this as, as an issue and a problem where they they seem to be, you know, super, super big on streamers. And I understand people being kind of irritated by that sometimes. It's like, you know, are we... Um, you guys may have just lost music. Sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix... Oh, Spotify just closed? Because I think I unplugged my headset... Uh, I'm gonna try and get the music back for you. I don't know what's going on. I've never had that happen before. Um, there we go. I can hear it again. My little docking station must have just died, uh, and now you guys don't have uh, sound. Hang on. Properties. Uh, there we go. Sorry about that. Um, if if you're if you're ever gonna look at this situation and and try to come up with the best solution, right? You try and come up with the absolute best solution. I don't think the best solution is to do any more favoring of streamers. Um, I I I think that fundamentally is where I jump off the train. Um, that's where I jump off the train. It's like this is already an issue. This is already a form of criticism from people. You know, it's, it's, you gotta be, you gotta be super, super careful. You have to be super, uh, super careful with, with how they handle the situation. Still no music. Uh, what? I can see it in the desktop audio. It's proking. Is it just super quiet? I just turned it up. Let me skip songs. How about now? You hear that? I'm seeing the desktop audio bounce. It's bouncing. How are you guys not hearing it? Oh, wait. Hang on. I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, give me a second. Mm-mm-mm. I have to go to advanced properties and desktop audio. Uh, monitor and output. Close. So now you guys hear it after monitor and output. I hear it. Did that fix it? 
I don't understand. Hellfire says, nope, nope, nope. What the frick happened? All right. Change system sounds. Uh, playback. Astro is the default. Okay. This is great. This is right in the middle of a recording. Advanced audio properties. Uh, monitor off, monitor output. I don't understand, man. Uh, let's go to properties and maybe just actually pick the headset. How about now? <laughs> just start singing. I'll sing uh, for this portion of Q&A. Sorry for the audio listeners later. I don't know what happened. Um, my, my headphones, my headphones stopped working all of a sudden and you guys aren't hearing it. I don't understand. Uh, open volume mixer. I'm literally seeing it. I'm literally seeing it. I don't understand. Advanced desktop audio monitor and output. We'll try that. Close. Uh, the magic of editing. I don't edit this stuff later. I don't edit this stuff later. No music. Um, okay. Uh, you have to select the scene again. I can literally see it on desktop audio. You guys should be hearing it. Desktop audio is moving. You know what I'm saying? There's white noise, but no music. That doesn't make any sense at all. Uh. <laughs> it's so weird. It's progging OBS. Yes, OBS is getting it. OBS is getting the music. I don't understand. Um. I hear you. That's it. It's so odd. Uh. Audio, desktop audio is set to default. It's set to default. I can go in here and, and set it to that. Click apply, maybe. I have no idea. Can't believe you guys are trolling Lono this hard. No, they. I would not have mods trolling me. They would not be trolling me about the music. Um, is it muted in the window? No, it's not muted in the window. I don't get it. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. I don't... uh, Restart it and breeze through the four questions again. Um, I I don't want to restart it. I don't want to restart it. Um, We could probably just play music on the... uh, on the gaming rig, I guess. Um, We'll just play on the gaming rig. Um, (sighs) forget it. Uh, we're not trolling though. I'm not logged in and now we're dropping frames. Perfect. It's just a disaster. It's an absolute disaster chat. Um, I'm going to close Spotify and reopen it. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Spotify applications, not responding. The blip was pretty fast. Don't worry about it. Okay, we'll just press on. I guess we won't have music for the remainder of this Q&A. Absolutely love having, you know, problems. Uh, 
The white noise I'm hearing is the noise gate. I don't have a freaking clue. Um, so. Uh, the blips have been very minor on Spectrum. They only last for like a second or two. The blips don't last very long. We're just going to press on uh, with the next question. I already answered this one, Gilly. That's a repeat. Um, so, Darksider. While cheats are a danger to worlds first, so are armaments with the ability to generate infinite heavy ammo. Um, I'm going to try one more thing. Unhide all. Um, unhide all. Madam rig and gaming rig are all muted. Yeah, these all need to be muted. So cap card, cam. Yeah, everything's muted that, that should be muted in the, in the, in the, vo- in the audio sources. Um, so... Uh, do you think that Bungie would disable armaments? Could disabled armaments help identify cheaters as the amount of heavy ammo for cheaters will be far greater than any other? Well, this is part of the vetting process uh, that I was talking about, right? This is part of the vetting process that I was talking about. Like, can you actually vet the the, the winners? You know, if, if somebody if somebody wins... And they and they they had more heavy ammo than is possible. Then you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to to check that. Um, if you can't if you can't check that, then that's where the that's where I think the problem is. Because at a at a very at a very very ground level, there is there's too many there's too many times in the game where. I, I get way more ammo than you and you get way less ammo than me and then you know it that 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 honestly dictates success. So can they get a report of that? You know because listen, if you're running armaments then sure that's a huge problem. They said that they're looking into disabling it. They're not saying that they're going to, they just said that they're looking into it. Um and then there's obviously the, the the possibility of just running a report and be like, well, these guys had way too many ammo bricks. Um, how can you have more ammo than possible? Well, if you've seen any of the footage of some of these cheats, it's literally a rapid fire. It is a rapid fire, um, like fully auto heavy. Um, so... I don't think that was confirmed that they're disabling armaments for the new raid. We looked at that tweet punisher and they said that they're looking into it. Um, if, if you're doing a rapid fire xenophage or a rapid fire, uh, wither horde, it's, you're going to have to generate ammo for that. How are you going to do that? I, I, you know what I'm saying? How are you going to do that? So it's, I think it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to, you know, are, are they able, uh, are they able to give you, give you that that report so they can know 100% that these people actually beat this they 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 won fair and square they didn't do anything uh they didn't do anything against the rules they didn't generate any ammo you know that's that's what we're going to need we're going to need some level of of a report like that if they're going to give us confidence that they got the right winner uh bradley with the next question there is no doubt that there will be more than one cheat team in the raid race. Uh, some cheaters know how to be more subtle with their cheating. Do you think a cheat team winning could force Bungie's hand on anti-cheat? 
dude, if their hand hasn't been forced on anti-cheat, a raid, a raid race isn't going to be, <laughs> you know, the, the straw that breaks the camel's back, you know, I, it, it, they, they've decimated trials on PC, you know, um, the best solution is to stop doing this official event. Bungie can either commit or step down. If they don't, we're going to see how much a joke cheaters are going to make of it. Well, but you have to understand beating a raid is more than just summoning ammo. You know, it's more than just summoning ammo. I, it, 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 this isn't like a guaranteed win because you can, you can spawn and shoot weapons fast. We worked our butts off farming for armaments only to have them disabled because others are too lazy to work and get them. No, that's, that's, that's not a proper summary of the situation. No, armaments completely breaks an ammo economy that they set up in encounters with rally flags and then the ability for you to do damage and get ammo back and armaments unseats all that. They, I, I think they need to get rid of armaments personally. Um, you know, and if they only disable them in the raid race, they're not invalidating your grind. They're just saying this thing in particular, it's not working in the way that we want it. We're going to disable it for this, 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 this time, you know, oh, I finally got Telesto to drop and they disabled it. Well, yeah, if it's breaking crucible, they have to disable it. If it's going to break the fundamental idea of a race, you know, they've, they've, they, they, they have to, uh, they have to consider that. Uh, Flynn with the next question. If they do crack down on PvE cheats, does Bungie need to announce it to us or let it be in the background and have it slam players during the raid? Well, obviously, I think the most effective thing is to do it while, while during the raid so they don't have time to recover. You don't want to have, have people like know ahead of time so they can have like extra accounts ready to go or you know burner accounts or whatever. You, you slam people in the middle of the raid and they're toast. They spent all week grinding that player up, getting ready to go, and then bam, you hit them. I don't know if they have the ability to do this. Live bans are something that Bungie has seemingly struggled with. You know, they they haven't they haven't had a consistent. I've not seen a consistent you know push from them uh, with with respect to you know with respect to anti-cheat they've never really seemed to been able now I know they do it when people are streaming sometimes and they like to kind of flex in that regard but I don't know if they're going to have the ability just to slam somebody as they're playing because if there's no server side check you know they had people disconnecting that were doing it you know because it was basically like you kept resing yourself and then you would like DC it's like a self-inflicted DDoS quad if a team wants to do a world's first should they have to sign up to do so to get a vet check done on their hardware in whatever way Bungie chooses I mean this is certainly an idea that we haven't put out there they could even put a little splash screen in the game if you're wanting to partake in the day one raid race and have your team considered you need to apply here and you and everybody submits their gamer tags and everybody submits their profiles and then Bungie's like okay you know, we're going to do background checks on your profiles. We're going to make sure these, these accounts are on the up and up. If we see anything suspicious, like this account was recently bought or this is a brand new account, you know, we may ask for more information or they may watch teams that set off red flags. They may let you in, but they may be like, yeah, this team over here, we're going to want to keep an eye on this team because uh, the accounts are fresh and new and that seems a little fishy, you know. I'd say world first day race, not day one. I want a day one, not a world's first. Oh, 
Well, yeah, sorry. It's got to be it's, if you want to be considered um, for the 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 uh, the world's first race. Sorry. If you want to be considered for the world's first race, then you got to do this thing. Now, yeah, does Bungie have the manpower for that? I mean, the, the question would be how many people are going to apply, you know, do if like if if 500,000 people apply, but there's only 200,000 people in there that day. Do they have the ability to filter out all the bad applications? I don't know. Rain the dark. Good morning, Lono. Is it wrong for me to hope that cheaters do take over the raid race? I feel like if this happened, Bungie would finally realize they need anti-cheat on PC, regardless of PVE or PVP. Listen, I understand the sentiment. I understand where you guys are coming from, but do you think that's what it would take? They already know. They have to know. Do you think right now, Bungie's in like a stupor, and they're kind of like, yeah, you know, cheating's not that bad. But then if there's a cheat on a world's first race, they're suddenly like, oh, wow, we really need to take this cheating thing serious. I I, I think they're doing the best they can. I don't think the best they can is good enough. I, I think they, they got more people on it. Uh, they said that they're always working with Steam. They're hopping on calls with Steam on how to mitigate some of it. I don't think they're like, oh man, what are you guys talking about? And then all of a sudden a team wins and they're like, whew, you know, it's, we really have to finally take this serious. I don't think it's that black and white. They're not like having meetings or like any pressing issues. And some guys like, uh, what about anti-cheat? Anti-cheat. We don't need anti-cheat. <laughs> Who's next? They're not like ignoring it. And then all of a sudden this is going to call them, you know, wake them up. Um, you think they're incompetent? I don't think that they're incompetent. I think their systems are restrictive. I think that they're super, super like unable to do what's necessary. Think of it this way. Why don't we have bigger, more substantive updates, faster updates? Why? Their systems are restrictive. You can point to other games like, look how fast they push out updates. Look how fast they nerf and buff guns. Look how fast they do this. You guys are incompetent. No, their systems are just slow and restrictive. I've always said that Destiny feels like a cement truck. It's tried and true and sturdy. It runs well. It feels good. But it's not going to turn on a dime. It doesn't have the agility of a go-kart. You're not going to be able to turn and make quick updates and quick changes and quick this, quick that. And I think, on the same token, their game just can't have like a super easy traditional anti-cheat where they just oh yeah just use this it'll be all fine and dandy now personally i think they could have at least tried to to deal with some of these companies out here that install an anti-cheat easy anti-cheat or any others um i mean i remember when i had to install punk buster if i wanted to play quake 3 rocket arena it was like all of a sudden i had to install that i think deep down they do not care they're making loads of money and satisfying twitch streamers i mean I find it really hard to believe that any directive or any attitude from internal Bungie is, yeah, we don't really care about cheating. We're making loads of money. Nobody that has worked on this game is happy that people are cheating. Like, that's fine. We don't, we don't give a, we don't give a frick. You know, I, I don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's a true summary either. Um, so, um, next question. Uh, finding chemo says, I'd like to think that Bungie has a plan for anti-cheat come November, but they haven't been very transparent about it, which makes me a little scared. Do you think that they should just come out and say they have a plan, or would it be better 
to uh, hold their cards close. Anytime you're going to do any kind of an update for the anti-cheat, you don't say anything until you do it. You don't say anything until you do it. They held back. They held back that one time, and then they banned a bunch of people on that Friday. You know, they tried to flex. They tried to like knock some people off from playing. Boom! Get out of here. Um, so I think the best thing to do would be keep your cards close and wait. Um, translate deep down, they do not care to. It actively was deprioritized because it's expensive, and only a small population suffers from it. One hundred percent right. So yeah, they don't care. Well, but. again to make it seem like everyone at Bungie's just like yeah we don't care it being deprioritized from a business perspective doesn't mean they're apathetic or emotionally disconnected from it and they don't give a freaking rip about cheaters that probably burns them up they're probably like this stinks it stinks that the only way to attack this is to spend tons of money, time, and man hours to stop something that's not a main driver of engagement or revenue gain. Like, it's probably irrit- it's got to be irritating. Like, it's in other games. It's not it's not unique to Destiny. It's got to be frustrating. You spend all this time working on all this stuff, and then people come in and just destroy it. You know, Call of Duty's been dealing with it. Fortnite deals with it. Apex Legends dealt with it. I, you know what I mean? I don't like the cynical, like, yeah, they don't care. It's like, it's, can they? Are they in a position of, is it a lack of want or a lack of ability? Is it reasonable for them to spend all the man hours and money on something that's non-revenue generating? And and in the end of the day, would they even really make a dent in the number of cheaters? I think there's a handful of things they could do to stop the low-hanging, low-entry point cheaters, two-factor authentication and some other things. Outside of that, you know, I don't know. Click fire. Why is it so bad that the raid race is more geared towards streamers? If you want to participate, you can. I don't see the issue. I've not once said it was a bad thing. I've simply said I'm calling a spade a spade. Uh, Be honest about what you've done with raid races. It's less about community involvement. It's more about watching the spectacle. Like, I'm just calling a spade a spade. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't sit here and try and act like it's for the community when you set up the grind window of preparation is not around anybody with a normal life. You would have to, you basically have to take vacation that week if you want to prepare for the raid race. I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I'm being honest. Don't try and act like it's for the community. It isn't. That's what I've been saying. Don't tout the, the the raid race as if some like, yeah, anybody can jump in and do it as long as you basically, th- d- this is your life, is Destiny. You don't have a life outside of Destiny, which is essentially streamers, right? That's what they do. That's what they play. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just, I'm just saying, let's be transparent and honest about what it is. And then truth be told i think that makes it difficult for some of the possible solutions to land oh you have to stream your raid race people are gonna be like so you're literally only doing this for streamers you know that that i think that limits their uh what they can do what they can if they if they gave you a week and a half to prepare they could minimize some of that criticism be like we're trying to make it a little bit more accessible to more teams but if you're going to be in the world's first race you've got to stream your run because we need to be able to vet what the team's doing 
And I don't know if they want to do that either because then that requires somebody to go watch your 8-10 hour stream and you know, comb over it. You would hope they could run a report in the background instead so they can announce the winner quickly. If you, if you got to wait like three or four days for them to vet the winner, that's very uh, anticlimactic. The last Kokui. Do you think Bungie should announce the winner like normal and then maybe the next four teams and then do background checks afterward? Keep the excitement for the people that win, but then keep it honest for the community. Well, but there's a dilemma there, though. Do you want to be like, congratulations to the the Winter Wolves for winning, and then you find out they're cheaters? <laughs> like, do you see what I'm saying? I I don't know. That would not be very good. It would be like, oh, wow, we all celebrated and clapped for that team, and then we oh, wait, 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 come to find out they're actually cheaters. Um, so... Brendan, uh, to prevent all of this, should console only count if they don't get a fix before November? Some PC players have a console they could play on. I mean, I just think this. I just think you're you're what we're doing now is is we're getting out sledgehammers and anvils for you know to to hang up a picture. You know, we got it. We got to get the right nail. There we go. Gosh, hang this picture up, right? And you're like, I got it. And you get a sledgehammer. Wham. It's like, you got to be on console. What? Wait a minute. Wham. You got to stream it. I just feel like we're bringing, we're bringing a sledgehammer, you know, when, when a hammer will do. Um, I think there's a better, there's a better answer here. I think if they can do something on the front end to keep people out and to ban people and to prevent cheaters, so that first week, it's unlikely they're even ready or, or have an account that they can jump in to the raid with. That's step one. Step two is a good vetting process. If they can give us assurances that, hey, we've made some changes, it's unlikely these cheaters are even going to be raid ready because so many of them have been banned. Oh, and, and we have something that we can do to vet the winners so with certainty we know, you know that the winners are legitimate. Like those, that, I believe that that's the two things you'd want to see happen. Um, Ash and Hollow. Even if Bungie finds a way and verifies an encounter, wouldn't just the sheer volume of potential cheaters and hackers cause a problem? Essentially, doesn't the fact that it's such a hot topic around it display how bad Bungie's anti-cheat is? I mean, this isn't really a question. Um, it 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 again related to the last question. I guess there is a question here. The sheer volume of potential cheaters is the problem. Yes, it, it it's a volume issue. They kick them out, they ban them, they come back in. So that as I just said to the previous question, you need a two pronged approach here. A bunch of bans go out, get them out, get them off the get them off the servers, and then we're gonna vet whoever actually wins, so we know with certainty we're crowning a, a true winner. They're gonna have to speak to this publicly. They're not gonna be able to just be like. You know, what are you guys talking about? There's no cheating going on. I mean, they're, they're going to have to say, hey, we know there are concerns about crowning a legitimate winner for the raid race. We have done XYZ in preparation. Gritter says, do you foresee Bungie abandoning PC along with PS4 and Xbox One since the PS5 and Xbox Series S have been released for a year? Um, what? <laughs> what? Why? No. What are you even talking about, Gritter? Gritter, did you write this when you were tired? What do you mean? They're not going to abandon PC. No. Now, PS4 and Xbox One, yes, I believe Witch Queen, they'll get left behind. 
I think with Witch Queen, they're going to leave behind the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. I, I see no reason for them to abandon the PC. The PC is a rock-solid, super-stable port, a well-optimized port from Vicarious Visions. It could run on a potato machine. It's a great, great version of the game. I see no reason for them to 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 get rid of it. It would help with anti-cheat. See, again, you're bringing an anvil to the problem. Just, boom, get rid of PC. Wait, what? No! Look how many people play PvE on PC. They don't care about all this crap. They don't care about any of that nonsense. And suddenly they're like, oh, you can't deal with cheaters in the PvP. Again, arguably, the smallest percentage of the community are PvP PC players. I don't think this is the right choice, homie. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to clean the game up. I get it. Nice, crisp, and clean. No more cheating. Boom. Get PC out of here. Um but is that the right approach though like what look at me i don't want to play on a console i want to keep playing on my pc get the freak out of here you know what i'm saying you're hurting me in the process and there's a lot of people like me you know there's a lot of, there's a lot of people like me there's a lot of people that are going to be ticked off that they suddenly are like man i i can't i, I can't i can't play anymore i gotta play on console what because you guys couldn't figure out anti-cheat that just feels like another punt. That feels like a huge punt. That feels like you're just handing the ball to the other team. Yeah, we couldn't beat the cheaters, so uh, sorry, X number of, you uh, know, hundreds of thousands of players that play on the PC every day in PvE, you know? No way. No way. LL Brood says, Will Bungie need to go through the VODs of each winner to see if they got the first race? Uh, I forgot if a person already needs to be streaming or recording. No, 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 no. They don't have to do that, brood. They don't have to do that. They've never required that. Um, there, there was a, there was a thing where they said this, uh, they said, who was it? It was the, um, it was, uh, was it hard mode Axis? I'm sorry, hard mode Wrath? That it was like an unknown German team? And they came in and like thanked Slayer Rage because they had been watching him and studying, you know, him playing Wrath for good strats and stuff. And they won hard mode, I think, hard mode Wrath. I don't know if you get a belt for hard mode Wrath. Maybe they did because they might have recognized them as the world's first uh, team. Um, But I don't I don't know if they, 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 they were streamers. They've never required that. What are they working on anti cheat system? And that's one of the reasons Beyond Light got pushed on November the 10th. Uh, also they celebrated the bus drivers that one time that's what I mean that, that was Wrath of the Machine hard mode I'm fairly certain um, I I don't know Brood if, if I'm going to say likely or unlikely you know did they delay Beyond Light to develop anti-cheat I'm going to be like that's unlikely <laughs> I don't think so I don't think so if they're ready to rock and roll, sorry about some of the frame drops. It's going to be really quick. Uh, it's it's spectrum. It's 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 very brief. It shouldn't last very long. You know, if if they're if they're looking at Beyond Light and they're like, yeah, we're all ready to ship, but uh, we really need to work on anti cheat. Better delay the whole thing. Um, the problem with that is you're delaying an entire product for an incredibly small portion of the offering. You know, it's like, uh, is that, (laughs) is that necessary? I don't know. You're saying it's one of the reasons. 
I don't think it's any, I don't think so. It might be a minor reason brood. I think there were bigger, bigger, bigger balls in play. (laughs) I think there were bigger things at play. It was the new, it was the next generation console. It was, you know, it was all those things. So kids are watching YouTube upstairs. No, no, I'm on the dedicated line. Nobody can use this internet source right now. It's just something that happens. It is literally the same amount of time. Every time, just a teeny little blip. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know people are talking about the Halo slip and the Halo delay and how this might really put Destiny in a great, great, you know, center stage position with Microsoft and their launch date with their consoles. We'll have to wait and see if that turns into anything because you know what I'm thinking, you know, Microsoft and Bungie where there's smoke, there's fire. I've I've continued to say, you know, that there, you know, there's something there. There's something going on. Um, So we'll just have to wait and see. So. All right, we'll see if we can figure out this music scenario, uh, this music situation, but I'm going to end the recording here for Q&A. We'll transition to VIP here in a little bit. We're going to delay VIP call-ins a little just so we can check out Reset and see if there's anything going on. And uh, if you're listening to this elsewhere, uh, as always, please like, share, and subscribe.